0: NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, plus auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who save with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.
1: Tonight, President Biden saying Gaza's hospitals must be protected as fierce fighting rages around them. Gaza's largest hospital surrounded by Israeli forces. Inside, no food, no water, and no electricity to power the ICUs. Premature babies taken out of incubators and placed together for warmth. Israel accusing Hamas of using hospitals for cover. Video allegedly showing Hamas terrorists with a grenade launcher at the entrance of another hospital. Also, the three-year-old American child being held hostage by Hamas. What we're learning. And after another round of U.S. airstrikes in Syria, the new attacks on American forces in the Middle East. Also tonight, a Secret Service agent guarding President Biden's granddaughter, opening fire. The search for suspects. The Supreme Court adopting its first code of conduct. The new rules for justices amid mounting ethics questions. The race to avoid a government shutdown this week. The first major test for the new Speaker Mike Johnson. Can he get the votes? The traffic nightmare in Los Angeles after a massive inferno. How long will one of the nation's busiest freeways be shut down? And restoring their honor over a century later justice at last for more than 100 black U.S. soldiers.
0: This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt.
1: Good evening and welcome. Israel's determination to destroy Hamas for the October 7th terror attack is coming at a high cost and causing unease at the White House. With Gaza's main hospital without power and no longer able to function, President Biden expressing the hope and expectation that there will be less intrusive action relative to the hospital. The hospital, he said, must be protected. Images like these of newborn babies in distress have become icons of the widespread suffering in Hamas-controlled Gaza, where an estimated 1.6 million people have been displaced since the war began. Israel tonight showing what it says is evidence of Hamas activities below hospitals. Proof it says that Hamas is using civilians as human shields. Keir Simmons is in the war zone for us tonight with the latest.
2: Tonight, after days of fighting around hospitals in northern Gaza and critical medical resources in short supply, bodies piled outside and deepening desperation inside. Here, a Palestinian doctor treating a patient with a cell phone light. President Biden calling for less intrusive action near hospitals. Uh, we're in contact and we're with, uh, with the Israelis. The hospital must be protected. Israel says Hamas is using hospitals for cover. They say this is a Hamas fighter with a rocket-propelled grenade at Al Quds Hospital, a claim denied by doctors there. But this evening, the Israeli Defense Force releasing a roughly edited video. They say shows a tunnel near Antisi Hospital. I want to show you a room where we found all the gear, the operational gear of Hamas. Including, he says, grenades, bombs, and RPGs in the hospital's basement. Then Israel's military spokesman points to a chair and rope. This is a suspicion for area where hostages were being held. NBC News cannot independently verify the allegations. Hundreds of thousands of Palestinians have fled south, but say they're still not safe. Look at the bodies this dad cries. Women and more children killed. The European Union, like President Biden, imploring Israel to show maximum restraint, while condemning Hamas for, it says, using hospitals and civilians as human shields. And at Al Shifa Hospital, now surrounded by fighting, Dozens of premature Palestinian babies are fighting for life, with no power for incubators.
1: We lost oxygen in the last night, and we are afraid not to have more oxygen.
2: While somewhere in Gaza, are children kidnapped from Israel, including three-year-old American Israeli Abigail Moridan. Both her parents were killed by Hamas. The entire Trufanov family were targeted. Dad, one of the 1,200 Israelis murdered in the Hamas terror attack. Grandmother, mother, son and girlfriend taken. Mother Yelena in a hostage video there on the right. With no family left, friends speaking for them tonight.
3: So we're here because they will not be forgotten. We want them to know that we're here and we're waiting for them. And we're their family for now until they come back.
1: Kier, if I can't circle back to the hospital situation, can those patients we saw be evacuated?
2: Well, Esther, Israel says it wants that, but tonight the Palestinian Red Crescent says an evacuation convoy for one hospital had to turn back because of shelling and gunfire.
1: Lester, Kira Simmons in Tel Aviv tonight. Thank you. The U.S. military has carried out another round of airstrikes in Syria in response to attacks against U.S. troops by Iranian-backed militias, but it's apparently not slowing them down. Courtney QB joins us. Courtney, those militias are already striking back at U.S. forces.
4: Yeah, that's right, Lester. The Iranian-backed militia groups struck U.S. bases again four more times. Now, there were no casualties, and there was only minor damage at one base. But it is proof that the new U.S. airstrikes have not deterred the militia groups. Those U.S. strikes last night hit a safe house and a training site used by the Iranian-backed militia groups.
1: According to another story you're following there at the Pentagon, new details on a deadly U.S. helicopter crash on Friday.
4: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Lester, five U.S. special operations soldiers known as Night Stalkers were killed when their helicopter crashed during a refueling training mission in the eastern Mediterranean. Now, they were deployed to the region after the Hamas terror attacks and to be ready for any possible evacuation or rescue of American citizens. Lester.
1: Courtney Cuby, thank you. Also tonight, hope for some children from Gaza, cancer patients cut off from chemotherapy by the war until the White House, Palestinian cancer advocates, and St. Jude's Hospital stepped in. Andrea Mitchell has our exclusive report.
3: Victory at last for 10-year-old Jury Zakut, one of 21 Palestinian children with cancer. Safe in an Egyptian hospital flashing a sign of victory, the children with parents or guardians at the center of a secret international mission since the war began to rescue them from Gaza their joy tempered by reality she says i would lie if i said i was optimistic and my family is still in gaza i am afraid for them and our house has been hit Tahani came to Egypt with four-year-old Omar leaving behind their family for the chance to save his life. She says, I had the feeling of any mother who was afraid for her son. I was afraid that his treatment would stop. It's been a treacherous journey, especially after Israel warned the hospital and then attacked. The evacuation initiated by cancer advocates at the Palestine Children's Rescue Fund and St. Jude's Hospital, with help from Egypt, Jordan, and the U.S. The president was closely involved in helping children get
0: out of Ukraine uh, that were uh, that needed cancer treatment. Immediately upon hearing about this request, uh, the president directed us to do whatever we could to help these uh, you know civilians
3: who were in uh, very acute situations. Uh, Uh, Get out of Gaza. Two-year-old Afaf and her father left her mom and siblings behind. (coughs) Sadness mixed with relief.
0: They start to smile for the first time, and they start
5: to feel secure. It's very relieving, and we hope that we can uh, do that for all the needed children in uh, Gaza.
3: With the children's hospital in Gaza now closed, 31 children remain trapped in the war zone. Some approved to get out, but displaced from their homes and hard to locate. Lester,
1: year. Mitchell, thank you. Tens of thousands of people are set to descend on Washington tomorrow in a show of support for Israel. The Department of Homeland Security raising the threat level around the massive event. Meanwhile, tense moments last night outside the home of President Biden's eldest granddaughter as a Secret Service agent opened fire on people breaking into a government vehicle. Kelly O'Donnell has that story.
6: A troubling spike in crime in the nation's capital, edge closer to the president's own family. The high stakes evident.
2: This has should just be advised.
6: From the police radio.
2: Yeah, and it's a uh, Secret Service involved.
6: First granddaughter, 29 year old attorney, Naomi Biden, daughter of Hunter, frequently seen at White House events. I relax right now. A bride here on the South Lawn one year ago. Last night, Biden was at home in the leafy and affluent Georgetown section of Washington when officials say just before midnight, Secret Service agents encountered possibly three individuals breaking a window on a parked and unoccupied government vehicle. The incident led to a single gunshot. A federal agent discharged a service weapon, and it is believed no one was struck. The suspects fled in a red sedan. Authorities say there was no threat to Naomi Biden. And any concern about your granddaughter's safety, sir? Today, the White House did address the broader danger. We are definitely concerned uh, about what we're seeing and not just here, across the country obviously. Washington, D.C.'s own data show a staggering surge. Motor vehicle theft up 98% over last year. Robberies up 68% and murder up 32%. Today, Uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser declined to comment on the first family incident.
4: I would go to Secret Service if you have any questions.
6: Officials Say the federal agent is on routine leave pending an investigation on the use of his firearm, while the suspects have not yet been caught. Lester?
1: All right, Kelly, thank you. The Supreme Court today announced a new ethics code after a series of revelations about unreported travel and gifts for some of the justices. Senior legal correspondent Laura Jarrett joins me now. And Laura, this is a first for this court.
6: It is, Lester. And after months of pressure, the justices for the first time now say they are bound by a formal code of conduct, a 14-page document outlining what activities to avoid, when they may need to recuse, and reaffirming the existing rules around gifts. That's something that's attracted more scrutiny in recent months with reports of luxury travel. Justice Thomas accepted for years something he said he thought he didn't need to report at the time. But even now with this new code, the big question tonight is left unanswered. How are these rules going to be enforced? What happens if a justice breaks the code? That's why some critics say the real legislative reform is still needed here, Lester.
1: All right, Laura, thank you. And once again, there is a race to avoid a potential partial government shutdown. Ryan Nobles is at the Capitol. And Ryan, the deadline is approaching quickly.
0: Yeah, that's right, Lester. And it means that the Congress is running out of time to come up with a budget deal. There are only four days before the government shuts down. Right now, the House Speaker, Mike Johnson, has proposed a two-tiered short-term spending plan that would allow all the sides to negotiate a long-term budget package. Now, his proposal does not call for any cuts, but it also does not provide any funding for Ukraine or Israel. Now, several Republicans have already said that they will vote no on this package, which means in order to pass, it will require votes from Democrats.
5: Lester. Ryan
1: Nobles at the Capitol. Thanks. Also tonight, President Biden and his Chinese counterpart are set to meet for the first time in a year this week. And as Janice mackey Freyer reports, the economic stakes couldn't be higher.
7: With youth unemployment high in China, Lin Si is choosing the best work he can find these days. At home, the 24-year-old among a growing number of young adults getting paid by their parents to be a full-time child a label that's trending. And for Lin means doing chores like driving his mother or helping out the family's factory until he can find a job. I'm glad I have stability, he says. For now, it's not bad. Shoring up China's economic ties is why Chinese President Xi Jinping is paying his first visit to the U.S. in six years. China needs it, the economy slowing down and hurting. Foreign investment in China turning negative for the first time with $11.8 billion flowing out, a property crisis pushing local government debt to $9 trillion. And when the youth unemployment rate hit 21.3% in June, the government stopped releasing numbers altogether.
3: And the business focus and the win-win cooperation, to me, is like low-hanging fruit. You know, by end of day, both nation we need to cooperate. We need to do the business.
7: The U.S. is China's number one trading partner, to the tune of $758 billion. But there is also tension and mistrust about managing China's rivalry with the U.S. that has deepened under Xi's rule, from China's close ties with Vladimir Putin to confrontations over tariffs, the spy balloon crisis, the South China Sea and Taiwan.
8: we've made some progress in reconnecting the two governments and establishing these leadership channels which we didn't have frankly a year ago
7: one thing that can't be overstated is that when xi jinping arrives here in san francisco optics are of the utmost importance to show these two powerful leaders are at least talking lester
1: janice thank you in 60 seconds new charges against the convicted murderer who escaped by crab walking up a prison wall Plus, the L.A. traffic meltdown after a massive fire. Was it arson?
5: Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards.
9: Donate to USA for UNHCR by visiting unrefugees.org slash donation.
1: In Pennsylvania, new charges tonight against Danilo Cavalcante, the convicted murderer who escaped by crab walking up a prison wall. Pennsylvania's attorney general charged Cavalcante with 20 offenses, including burglary, criminal trespassing and possession of a firearm, all stemming from his two weeks on the run. Part of one of the nation's busiest highways is shut down indefinitely after a fast-burning weekend fire under I-10 in California. Officials believe arson is to blame. Miguel Almaguer has late details.
0: The badly burned stretch of Interstate 10 spans only 450 feet, but its impact has severed one of the nation's busiest roadways, snarling traffic, slowing commerce, and creating logistical nightmares well beyond downtown Los Angeles. This is like a lifeline. With its structural integrity at risk, the overpass was a thriving artery that shuttles some 300,000 vehicles every day, carrying nearly twice the number of cars as the collapsed section of I-95 did near Philadelphia. The 10-lane bridge in Los Angeles is now shut down indefinitely.
8: Our investigators um, have been able to confidently determine that the fire was caused by arson.
0: Saturday's explosive fire, believed to be purposely set, engulfed a pallet yard on I-10, even torching a fire truck. Guardrails melted, chunks of concrete fell to the ground, and exposed layers of rebar. Just last year, the governor was next to this very section of the Santa Monica freeway, working clear large homeless encampments. The area where the fire started is leased to a private company. That company is now under investigation for how it managed the property. With no timeline on when repairs will be made, tonight a city notorious for traffic has now lost one of its busiest roadways. Miguel Almaguer, NBC News, Los Angeles. And
1: up next tonight, could a potential government shutdown slow down holiday plans for millions with the busiest Thanksgiving travel season expected in years? We are just days away from the start of what the TSA is expecting to be a record Thanksgiving travel rush. But if there's a government shutdown, it could throw a major wrench into your plans. Here's Tom Costello.
8: Four days till a potential collision between a government shutdown and the Thanksgiving travel crush. The TSA predicts a record 30 million through airport checkpoints over a 12-day stretch starting Friday. A shutdown would mean air traffic controllers and TSA officers would work without pay until the shutdown ends. In 2019, that was 35 days. The TSA chief today with a warning. It's hard to put gas in your car. It's hard to pay for parking, hard to pay for childcare. So the longer a shutdown goes, the bigger the impact is on us. The national shortage of some 2,500 air traffic controllers contributed to massive delays this past summer, especially at Newark, where United's own staffing meltdown lasted for days. Now the entire system is facing a stress test. Southwest says it's revamped its computer system after it crashed last Christmas, canceling 16,000 flights. And United's new boarding procedures are now in place. For economy passengers, window seats first, then middle, then aisle customers. The goal, save two minutes on boarding to get out on time. United is rolling the South just in time for the winter travel season when storms can cause delays to snowball. The big picture, AAA forecasts 55 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more over five days, 49 million of us driving. The good news, gas prices now average 3.36 nationwide, down 41 cents from a year ago. Expect company the Wednesday before and Sunday after Thanksgiving will be the busiest. Tom Costello, NBC News, Chicago.
1: And next, they were convicted unfairly more than a century ago or executed. Now, justice at last for the Buffalo Soldiers. Finally, long overdue justice for over 100 black American soldiers after more than a century. Here's Priscilla Thompson.
4: Honor restored to the 110 men of the all-black 24th Infantry's 3rd Battalion, more than a century after the Army convicted them of murder, mutiny, and assault, executing 19. Among them... Private First Class Thomas C. Hawkins. Jason Holt's uncle. What does today mean to you?
2: Justice. We don't know what he would have been, but that was all taken away.
4: The regiment arrived in the Jim Crow South in July 1917. On August 23rd, a black corporal was reportedly shot at and beaten by police. The soldiers were told a mob was
8: coming. Threats spurred a group of more than 100 black soldiers to seize weapons and leave camp, thinking that they were marching in their own self-defense.
4: Melee ensued. 19 people died. Most were white. 110 black soldiers eventually stood trial. All were convicted.
1: Now with the Army setting aside these convictions.
4: Today, the U.S. Army issued honorable discharges, making their survivors eligible for benefits.
8: Never too late to correct an injustice. And overturning these court-martials was the right thing to do.
4: Your uncle wrote a letter to his parents. And he wrote, I am not guilty of the crime that I am accused of.
2: He demonstrated courage. He demonstrated conviction. He demonstrated how he was sticking to certain principles.
4: Priscilla Thompson, NBC News, Houston.
1: And that's nightly news for this Monday. Thank you for watching. I'm Lester Holt. Please take care of yourself and each other. Good night.
5: Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards.